Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Very pleased with what the Redskins did in the draft. And I saw a bunch of synergy on social media back and forth between collegiate program and professional football team. It seems like people that have a rooting interest in the Buckeyes like the fact that these two are going to be teamed up again. Yeah, well, you shouldn't listen to people who have a rooting interest because everything's always great for them, right? <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I don't know much um, about the NFL and needs and stuff, but what I will say is that I personally thought that Dwayne Haskins was the best quarterback that played at Ohio State in my time. Um, and the reason for that is because they have, you know, switched to a, you know, pro-style offense to utilize his arm. Ohio State's had a lot of very good talent uh, at quarterback, and they've been in championship contention mode for the last decade and longer, but they've done it with athletes who, you know, they, they ran a lot. You know, they, they kind of took athletes and turned it into a run first throw when you have to type scenario, and it was the exact opposite with the way. Um, he put the ball exactly where it needed to be on literally every throw he threw. I know there's some question about whether or not he uh, can move, but to me, I don't know if that's relevant in the NFL, or at least the way the NFL is today. Um, I don't know if it's shifting over to the Kyler Murray, Pat Mahomes mode. But for now, you know, to get him at 15 when you thought there was a chance he could have gone top five is a tremendous value pick. And you got a player that really has uh, an A-plus arm, and I think that's the number one thing you look for in an NFL quarterback right now. You know, it's going to sound a little disrespectful with Aaron Rodgers and with Russell Wilson. I mean, he's two of the best quarterbacks in the league. But I, I would much – I would still – a quarterback that is athletic enough to sidestep and create a couple you know, extra beats in the pocket to me is always what I'm going to want. I think they're going to play longer. I don't know. I just, I just feel better about all of that. And they're just countless examples of him already being able to do that. So when people critique Haskins' mobility, it's like, well, okay, but hasn't this been working in the NFL? And I know we're taking as much from the college game maybe as they ever have before, but it looks like he's athletic enough to create time in the pocket if he needs to. If somebody's at his feet, and what else do you need for a franchise quarterback? Yeah, I mean, he absolutely can, like, step out of uh, pressure and step up into the pocket. I think he did a very good job, but the guy can't. So, like, if you're expecting him to, you know, sidestep somebody and run 15 yards down the field, I think we saw that three total times in his entire Ohio State career. Um, but, again, that's not what great NFL quarterbacks do. I mean, if you go back and you look at, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and a lot of the, the guys that have won uh, Super Bowls, you know, they've been tremendous leaders. They've been guys who could put the ball exactly where they needed to be, and they've been smart. And I think uh, Haskins has the ability to do those things. So, um, to me, the biggest thing I'll never understand is how that guy only played one year here. Uh, obviously, that's an Ohio State discussion, not a Redskins discussion, but, you know, in terms of value at 15, you've seen guys and teams and and. GMs trade up and trade countless assets to try to get it to the top five to get their franchise quarterback, and that's exactly where Dwayne should have gone. So to get him at 15, I think the Redskins should feel really good about themselves. Ari, what do you make of the, the dad stuff and people being worried about that and, and the helicopter parenting seems to be, you know, we've had, we went through the, with Robert Griffin III. It was an issue. Uh, you saw it arise when Kyler Murray was going through his 
process. Is that anything that you ever encountered covering that team or heard about, or is that something that was taking place at Ohio State? What did you think of that being an issue, especially with the piece, I guess, that went up at NJ.com about him hanging up on a reporter that was requesting some information? Yeah, I mean, like, listen, uh, I know the NJ.com reporter and anybody who's covered Haskins over the course of the past three or four years, like I have going back to his high school days, his parents never did interviews. They never talked. And even when it was about positive stories about their child, which I thought was always interesting. But everybody has their reasons for not wanting to talk to the media. In terms of just um, helicopter parent as somebody that you envision, you know, kind of swooping in on a team or a coach and trying to, like, pull the strings from afar. And during Dwayne's career, I never once heard anything about his father meddling with what the coaching staff wanted to do. Mm. In fact, if it was supposed to happen, or it could have, if that would have happened, I'm assuming it would have happened uh, Dwayne's sophomore year when he was behind J.T. Barrett. There was a lot of people banging the drum here in Columbus that Dwayne should have been starting two years ago. And after what we saw you know, last year, I think there's a lot of credence to that thought. Um, but in terms of anything that I've ever heard from Dwayne's father meddling or, or putting his, you know, nose in Ohio State's coaching business, either they that happened and nobody ever talked about it, they did a good job of hiding it, or it never, either way, I, I heard, I saw people comparing him to LeVar Ball and, you know, some other stuff like that, and that's not the case. I do think that some of the behavior behind the scenes was, you know, not, you, you know, typical from in terms of what I've been used to dealing with. But, you know, just because somebody doesn't want to do an interview with the reporter, you know, it doesn't mean that they're going to mess up stuff. And I think once you get into the NFL ranks and you start to get money involved, and it, it, I, I don't know, I think the parenting thing kind of disappears. And I think LeVar Ball is the most, you know, blatant example of that ever. I mean, I don't think we've seen anything really like that uh, from anybody. So, um, to me, I wouldn't put too much stock into that. He's a professional. He just got paid millions of dollars, and he's supposed to take over the franchise, and you know, at this point, it's about whether or not he could play enough much of that. Ari Wasserman uh, covers Ohio State for the Athletic Cleveland Athletic College Football. It's at Ari Wasserman on Twitter. You can follow him there. Talk to me about Terry McLaurin. We we know that Jay Gruden came out and said he was the highest-rated wide receiver on their board for special teams, which is great. No, he can block their speed. I mean, you just can't find anybody that doesn't think he's a tremendous human being and, and all that stuff is really important and I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that he's going to be a force inside the locker room for good but Ari from a, a you know a selfish point of view the Redskins wide receiver unit is maybe the worst in football and you know it was a huge glaring need they did not address it at all in free agency so you need this kid to come in and have chemistry and be able to make plays at wide receiver what what's the ceiling of potential do you think moving forward to the next level well Terry McLaurin isn't Michael Thomas Okay, so sure. it's not like he's going to come in and, you know, be the top five wide receiver in the NFL right now. But what I will say is that I went down in Florida and I spent some time with him um, while he was training for the combine um, after the season. Anybody who's met him will tell you, and I'll tell you, that he is the best person that they've ever met. Like, he is the nicest, most genuine, most caring guy I've ever met in terms of just being an athlete the way that he is. And the thing that he does and did for Ohio State more so than the you know, double-digit touchdowns he scored last year was that he was a tremendous special teams player, and he was an amazing blocker. And I know that you mentioned those things, but he does things from an intangible standpoint that change football games. Ohio State couldn't score at Michigan State last year. He downed four punts by the five. Ohio State had a comeback victory against Penn State, 
and he hit three people, three defensive backs on one play and took them all out for the game-winning touchdown at Penn State. If you go back and you look at this guy's film, the amount of plays that don't show up on the box score that he makes is pretty, pretty crazy. So I do think that he has a chance to be a number two or three receiver in the NFL. He's got a lot of speed. He can he can run past people and catch passes downfield. I don't know if um, he's going to come in and just be the game-breaking, catching wide receiver that people you know, expect from the number one in the NFL. But I do know that if I were an NFL GM, I'd want this guy in my wide receiver's room. I'd want him playing special teams that I'd know for a fact that Every single play and every day that he shows up to the facility, he's gonna he's gonna change people. Um, and I just think he's a very good locker room guy. And I know that that's kind of overblown um, sometimes when you get to the league because it's all about money and finances, and business, and all that stuff. But you know, he changed Ohio State's program uh, the last few years. Without him, they might have lost a few more games. Um, and he's a tremendous addition to the to the roster. I'll say that. That's great. How and maybe this is just a different way of asking the same question. But how valuable is it since you know a little bit about Dwayne Haskins wiring? He went, he made, went out on his Twitter account and specifically asked for this. And I'm sure any player would like to have somebody they're familiar with on a team. But how valuable do you think it will be to his maturation process as a quarterback to have someone he's this familiar with and has the type of character that you're talking about be a part of the team moving forward? I mean, and Dwayne Haskins has he's already Tom Brady. So I don't know how much he needs a receiver um, uh, from Ohio State to help him mature. But I do think that it was a nice way for Washington to get their guy at quarterback and to, you know, analyze somebody that made Dwayne successful or helped Dwayne be successful in college and go out and get that guy. I mean, everything in the offense and, you know, quarterbacks and philosophy is all about continuity. And I, I, can't, I can't imagine that it would be a bad thing. Uh, Terry McLaurin and Dwayne Haskins connected on some very big plays at some very uh, opportune times for Ohio State this season, and I can't imagine that that won't do anything but be positive. And, you know, I think Terry McLaurin before last year, I would have thought would have gone on draft. He's a former three-star guy, and, you know, Ohio State wasn't very good at throwing the ball two years ago, and I wasn't necessarily sure about how great their receivers were. Then Haskins came in, and all of a sudden, yeah, about three guys now that are going to be in the NFL, and, you know, McLaurin, I think, is a very I thought he was going to go to the Patriots. He is like the consummate Patriot, the Patriot way, play hard, make plays in the special teams, you know, sacrifice your body, do things right, be reliable off the field. I mean, like this guy, I'm telling you, he might make a tackle on special teams that might save a football game. He might not catch 12 passes for 190 yards and three touchdowns in a game, but he's sure going to make plays throughout the course of a game that change field position that, you know, gives the team the momentum, and of course, I think he's really good at you know, making some opportune catches, so I think he's the ideal number two or three receiver for an NFL team right now. Well, we need him more than they do, so I'm happy he ended up here, that's for certain. <laughs> it is at Ari Wasserman. Follow him on Twitter. Great uh, great analysis there on both of these players that are now watching Redskins. Uh, Theathletic.com, their college football coverage as well. Ari, great stuff. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. Yeah, you too, man. Take care. Yeah, you too. There's a lot to chew on there. Uh, I said you too after he did, so I apologize for that. That's good booking there, Broccoli. I'd like to go ahead and grab some of those at Landfill and have a little analysis. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.